What is good to find dolls and my divine dudes on my 27%. So, um, I'm back from my day. I feel so freaking good, you guys. Got a great workout in. Um, gotta eat my little protein stuff or whatever. Took my supplements, drank my favorite hibiscus tea, and I actually did record a podcast on my thoughts about Beyonce. Um, it is saved. I, you know, if I had Patreon, it'd be one of those where I just upload it and then you can hear it. But uh, I decided, you're going to see in the title, I am really intrigued by what is going on with this retrograde with Jupiter and Chiron. I think more so on the Jupiter and retrograde stuff. So I decided why not come on here and do it the way I always do it. Y'all love me for it. 10,600 listens. So let's get into it. So um, I even had to kind of force myself because sometimes I will be researching something and then I'll hop on and be like, oh, I just found this. But I wanted to even go so far as to just type it in Jupiter... Uh, retrograde um, and let's just see what comes up right and I think what's going to interesting interest me too is when it goes direct because I from what I understand it goes until um, it goes until December and but I want to see okay we're we're revisiting our thoughts and our values our beliefs um, we're revisiting what it means for income enterprises commerce how we make our money um what are our thoughts associated with that when it goes direct it's going to be so powerful and i just wanted to see what the energy is for us so it says here oh november um so november 23 but i think it could be a little bit of a of a post shadow so it says Jupiter will finally conclude its retrograde on November 23rd, 2022nd. So if you want a ballpark figure, Jupiter retrograde is going direct um, right around Thanksgiving. So something to definitely be thankful for, especially if you feel like it's hitting you in your pocketbook, you know. Um, and then it says once direct, it will officially say au revoir. It will officially say au revoir to Pisces until the year 2013. Until the year 2033. God, Lord. So that's like a 10 years from now. Wow. So whatever you went through, you know, with Pisces and Jupiter. So with, with Jupiter and retrograde in the sign of Pisces. We won't be going through this energy again until um, for another 10 years. So for some of us, that could be a good thing. That could be a bad thing. I know um, some of the most um, lucrative times for me have been maybe within the last year. But the year before that was just from the pits of hell, straight tower moments in my life type of a thing. Followed, you know, right before, right after a dark night of the soul type of thing. So it says, I'll say au revoir to Pisces until the year 2033. And then it says, on December 20, 2022. Okay, yeah. So remember I was saying how there has to be a little bit of a post-shadow thing. So I, I was correct. Um, It says, 
and on December 20, 2022, it re-enters Aries once and for all. Damn. And so does that is that saying that it's going to stay there until November 23, 2022? Oh my gosh, you guys. So it says here, what happens when Jupiter's retrograde? It says Jupiter's retrograde marks a period of profound inner growth. It is a chance to reconnect and realign with one's inner compass, indivisible inner truth and greater expansive consciousness, the source within. Um, so I also wanted to check here. Saturn is also in retrograde until October 23 of this year. And that will be an Aquarius. Mm, okay. So it says, what does Jupiter retrograde signify? It says, Jupiter retrograde prompts us to consider whether we need to make any life changes. We need to look at the wider picture and try to re redefine our objectives or desires. However, this is also a moment when previously lost possibilities may resurface with more promise and potential. Y'all, I really hope that this energy is treating you well. Ooh. Ooh, I'm going to be so bad right now. I just saw something about with Britney Spears in the timeline. I got like a little notification thing. All right. While that is loading, let me just go back to the article. What? Watch it be something really like not exciting. Ah, my internet, y'all. And I know as soon as I, I, what? Oh, <gasps> Britney Spears' ex-husband Federline breaks silence to slam her over spicy selfies. <laughs> oh my gosh. Whatever. That's weird. So it says, um, let's get into it. How does retrograde affect the signs? So it says, since Jupiter retrograde is occurring in Aries, um, first of all, the cardinal signs will feel the initial impact. So if you have, and maybe that's why I'm, I'm just floating through this one, but it says Capricorn, Cancer, Aries, and Libra placements between zero to eight degrees will be significantly impacted. That is interesting. Um, let me do this too real quick, y'all, for those of you who are with me on this journey. I had mentioned in the previous podcast that talking about, you know, how I, in my opinion, I don't think this is the best time for us to be out there necessarily getting into relationships or kind of just being aware that this person is going to be going through, you know, a lot of questions, a lot of soul searching, and they might end up coming out at the end of that, you know, in December and be like, you know what, you and I are just not on the same path. And if you're not careful, you can start feeling some kind of way about yourself and maybe even about men in general type of a thing, just because you weren't aware of the energy. But I did say that some of you will be affected differently. And the website I've been wanting to tell you about for the longest is um, astrologyking.com. I probably will hop on here and do just maybe like a five minute just to put it into the put it out there for a resource for the rest of the other people. But um, what I like about this one, astrologyking.com, 
is that um, it gives you the breakdown of your horoscope according to your decans, right? So, for example, I'm Scorpio Sun. So, they have Scorpio Decan 1, which is born from October 23 to November 1st. Um, Decan number 2, which is born from November 2 to 11. And then born November 12 to 21, which is um, the third Decan. So each house has three decans and decans, and I think it makes it a little bit more precise for you to find out what's going on with you. I know that most tarot readings are for the collective, you know, and it's just that hit or miss. But even within the sun signs, you have diff you have the three different decans, and that's why sometimes the readings may or may not resonate with you. And so even if I kind of give you a sneak peek into mine, um, it says here, let's just have fun with it, right? So it says here, is this one mine? No. Oh, yeah, this one is mine. <laughs> it is mine, right? But let's just, have, let's just have some fun with it. So it says, Venus is your decan. Venus in your decan is one of the best times of the year for your love life. It is easy for you to give and receive love and affection. You will be more attractive, charming, and popular than usual. And you should also feel beautiful and attract beautiful people and things. This is a good time for seeking pleasure through sex, <laughs> amusement, entertainment, and partying. But also for relaxing in comfort or having fun with children. It is also a good time for creative work, shopping, and other financial matters. So, um, and that's later in the year. That That's going to be... Um, cause when, when it has for your decking, it also has for the time of the year. So I super recommend it too. That allows you to walk more in alignment with what's consistent for you, you know, um, type of a thing. And it will kind of help you understand some of the, you know, if certain people are coming into your life and here I am and I'm like, well, for Scorpios, I'm going to sit this one out, blah, blah, blah. And this whole time, it's like this person was destined to come into your life. And you can kind of gauge it. You know, you can still be cautious, but at least you kind of know why this person's coming into your life and what the energy is behind it or if you should wait. I've actually heard some people talk about, you know, I'm going to go ahead and say it because I really do feel like some of you under the sound of my voice really are truly going to meet someone who really embodies what a true, authentic divine masculine is and um but but if and when you meet someone you know just keep a note of the date that you meet them and even possibly the time because they they can run a chart on the um the natal chart for your relationship that is super cool i actually remember from my last ex um the date for sure that I met him because I remember I had I went to a car show it was a muscle car show and um we had started talking right around like maybe a couple hours right before that went and I had gotten dressed and went out and then I called him when I when I got back home so I have almost like a, within a couple of hours of the time that we met and um the timeline and could run a a chart on that right but that's a little bit more advanced but hey we're supposed to be more advanced especially i think if we're single it kind of gives you a little bit more to work with right so just something to keep in mind and i i really do think you're gonna love it it's called astrologyking.com and um you just go in there and you look for it according to the decan and so i actually need to review mine again 
I think that even though there's energy like this, you know, this is for a little bit later in the year for me about the Venus thing. Um, you know, I'm not, like I said, it's not something I'm looking for, but I definitely will look forward to looking into more things for, you know, amusement, entertainment. I'm not really a party girl, but, um, into like shopping and financial matters and that type of thing. Um, short distance travel. I, I, oh, I have some exciting stuff, but we'll see. Cause I, I really, I've been looking at some Ritz Carlton hotels around my area to go, you know, just spend like a weekend type of a thing. So, you know, short distance travel and, or San Diego. Right. And it's not, and, or it's more when type of a thing, just kind of scheduling between now and the end of the year. So super excited, but let's kind of get back to the Jupiter thing. So, oh, here we go. Here's a good one. It says, what should you not be doing during Jupiter retrograde? Wow, you guys. Um, It's been a while since we've talked about astrocartography, but check this out. So it says, do not move to another country. Y'all, I need to kind of really, I I really need more friends, y'all. I'm putting that out into the, into the, um, into the ethers and I mean the type of friends that are yes heavy 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 into financial talks and strategies but also that understand these planetary type of things because um I really need to understand so it sounds like Jupiter is not going once it goes direct into Aries is it saying that it's going to stay in that in Aries until um, 20, 2033, which is actually, I think, really great energy for all of us. Aries is very driven, very ambitious. I think it's very juicy energy for Jupiter to be in, in Aries. But um, then it can help me plan different things too, right? Um, astrocartography has to do with, um, there, there's actually people out there who do this. But um, I, I one of the couples I do believe have paid attention to their astrocartography is Meghan Markle and um is it Prince Harry? I think it's Prince Harry. And um I actually did a podcast on theirs. I was surprised with some things because I I wanted to say they took a paid attention to where they conceived even their children and where they had their honeymoon. But um wherever they're staying right now is really juicy energy for Prince Harry and it's also um, a, a good spot for Meghan Markle. Um, and so it's one of those things like um, one of the things I've heard about for where I'm, I'm located is California is is uh, the astrocartographer that is lessons. Right. If, if you want to learn lessons, um, then come on down, you know, come out to California type of a thing. Um, interesting thing about that is California is named after Queen Khalifa, which is a black queen. Um, but, um, I also did another, um, podcast that was talking about like all the different parts around the world that have, uh, you know, so it went through the 12 Zodiacs, like 12 popular places that their astrocartography is. And so, um, with that being said, I believe is it um No, I I'm not I don't know 100%, so I'm not going to say that one, but okay. Let me check something. So so it says 
What you should not do during Jupiter retrograde, do not move to another country. And that's why I was wondering, like, how long are we talking about this energy? Now, this is interesting to me, too, because um, I will just go ahead and say, but like my parents bought another vacation home in Costa Rica and they were showing me the rentals on it yesterday. Oh, my gosh, you guys, like, I swear, I really like a lot of the amenities that that where I'm at right now. (laughs) But I definitely listen one day I'm going to just record like, y'all, I'm booking the flight. You're going to hear the, um, t- the, the airport people in the background ready, getting ready to board the plane. Beautiful. They did such a beautiful job with it. Right. And so, I mean, it's like, you know, yeah, am I going to not move? It didn't say don't travel, but it does say don't move to another country. During retrograde. Okay. But the good thing is the retrogrades are short. So we have until December Am I going to move probably within that time? No, but I definitely want to visit and travel. It says, review your beliefs, discard those that no longer serve you, and replace them with empowering ones. Avoid being dogmatic, dogmatic about your beliefs or you might say or do something at an inopportune time. That This has so many gems in there because what I love is sometimes we will stay in a no flow and be like, oh, I can't do this. I can't do that. I can't do this. Or we will say discard what no longer serves you. But the the next step is replace it with empowering ones, right? There's a saying, um, I think it's from the Bible. Like if you clean out your house from one demon and you don't replace it with, with something else, seven more will come in or 10 more or something like that, right? So replace it with empowering ones. But the other thing too is... um. I think that because a lot of us are going through this retrograde, all of us are questioning different things. We, we be patient with each other and with ourselves. But um, part of being dogmatic is like you are so hard pressed in what you believe that you end up shooting yourself in the foot. And I think that dogma has its place in time. But I think that um, right now, everybody's questioning their values and are revisiting them consciously or subconsciously. And this is not the time to, you know, be so stuck, especially in old way of doing things. We're going through an awakening right now, right? One thing I want to check also, and this is so funny, the way I work too, is I am curious about what's going on, but I want to see what it means. What, what do we have to look forward to? So I probably will look into what Jupiter and Aries means because um, I've always been that type of person. Like I will read a book sometimes from the back to the beginning and it could be I never was diagnosed dyslexic, but um, even when I do my tests and stuff, I I start from the back and move forward. And so it, it does spill over into other areas of my life. So I think if I understand what energy I'm going into when it's direct, it will help me understand some of the things I'm going through right now that I'm questioning and how it's going to help prepare me for when the energy goes direct. So let me let me just scroll down a little bit more. It says, is retrograde Jupiter powerful? It says, a retrograde Jupiter is equivalent to training mystical power and strength. People with retrograde Jupiter in their kund- kundali, or is that kundalini? Kundali are able to perform all that task. Mm, there's some gram- grammatical stuff going on here. 
People with retrograde Jupiter in their Kundali are able to perform all, I think it's the tasks, that a normal person cannot even think of doing in his life. Such people achieve fame and respect while doing unusual tasks. Super cool. Okay, so let me... So I think we've kind of... um. So... Let's let's just out of curiosity, you guys, let's just check what happens. What is the significance of Jupiter in Aries? And let's see what it says for Aries 2022. Let's see what that says. So it says Jupiter in Aries. Oh, wow. Okay, so here we go. This answers the question just a little bit more. So it says it will be from December 20, 2022 till May 16, 2023. And so that kind of answers my question because um, what they were saying earlier is that Jupiter will not go into Pisces until 2033. Okay, so it's going to continue to cycle through a couple of the other signs between now and 2023. But um, it will be in Aries. Um, until May 2023. And it says, and business career Jupiter in Aries encourages encourages us to attend to our needs for self-direction, self-expression, and initiative. Okay. It says, Uranus helps us to branch out and consider new and improved or progressive ways of doing business. So that makes sense, you guys. I really am happy with this energy because, you know, I talk a lot about how Divine Source really, truly is orchestrating everything for us, all right? And I can tell you as somebody who has fixed placements, I have water and fixed, you know, just like about everyone else. Just the combinations or ratios could be different, but there's that propensity to want to, like, be stuck in our ways and doing things that the way that we used to and so but if we start to understand that a lot of these things are happening for us and not to us then we start to understand that um this time to reflect when it goes direct you will have been doing so much thinking about what business means to you how you want to make your income you know what are your values and your beliefs so that when it goes direct now you're doing things in a new improved or progressive way of doing business It says here, is Jupiter and Aries lucky? So it says, Jupiter and Aries individuals attract the most good fortune when they take the lead, initiate, inspire others, and demonstrate enthusiasm and courage. Prosperous areas are ones that allow them to head and lead and to innovate. Mm. Okay, it says, Jupiter and Aries will affect four zodiac signs the most. So let's see who it's going to affect the most because I feel good. So let's see. I'm going to scroll. Interesting. I'm just scrolling down so I can see the, um, so my page can load. But right off the bat, the signs that I see right off the bat are Aries, of course. Um, Pisces. Leo. Oh, that kind of explains my... And then what's the fourth one? It's Sagittarius. Ooh. Now, let's see what she has to say here. This 
article is by Marielle Marlis. Jupiter and Aries 2022 will affect four zodiac signs the most. She wrote that on May 9th, and this is from stylecaster.com. Let's see if I can keep this under 30 minutes. So I'll just kind of skim here. It says, if you've been feeling detached from reality the past few months, I give you permission to blame it on Jupiter and Pisces. Now that Jupiter is marching forward in Aries, it will bring you a surge of creativity and action, making this time to think less and do more. Mm. So for Aries, it says, so remember, uh, just remember, I'm kind of looking ahead to the future from December 20. 2022 until May of next year. And so as we're questioning our, our our values and our beliefs, this is what we have to look forward to. It says, Aries, it's your time to shine. You deserve all eyes on you. Continue to be confident and fight relentlessly for your dreams. You will be rewarded. Don't be afraid of taking up space and time. You were born to be seen as you are. So right now you can ask yourself, you know, maybe you're in the spotlight a little bit and, um, Especially for women, we're taught to be small and compact. And one of the the things that has been interesting for me as a tall woman is learning how to take on how much space I take up. And a lot of times, sometimes you want to keep your messages just short and not really be in the limelight. But it's like you were born to be seen as you are. Step into the energy of the season and chase your dreams. You're unstoppable now. Your energy is magnetic and you'll be noticed by all. Then we have Pisces. And here for Pisces, they have um, Marjorie. Marjorie Harvey. I didn't know she was a Pisces. But it makes sense. I think Pisces women are some of the most beautiful women. And also they have that spiritual magnetism, which is everything that I think if that is, if she actually is a Pisces son, that makes so much sense. So it says, so Jupiter has left your sign, Pisces. What does it mean for you? Well, things are likely, will likely feel better, lighter. So right now, remember, we've just left Pisces and Jupiter. Um, right now, we're, uh, right now we're in retrograde, but we will be going back into Aries. So it says, deep introspection is great. That is until you <laughs> lose track of reality. Not to worry, though. Things are still looking up. Jupiter will be in your second house of comfort, finances, and self-worth. So expect many financial blessings. And one thing about Pisces, I I think that both the men and the women stay winning. Like, I really think, you know, even for the Pisces women, even though they're like that softer, docile, super like ultra feminine, like more soft-spoken type of energy... They always are financially set. They always have um, understand what it is to be in their femininity and to um, really be magnetic to to wealth. So, I mean, this is just like blessings on blessings on blessings, right? Jupiter will be in your second house of comfort, finances, and self-worth. So expect many financial blessings. A massive personal and professional confidence boost awaits you. And you can look at it depending on where your houses are too. Always look at your needle chart. Like I said, that other um, website that I gave you earlier will give you even more fine-tuned or narrowed down how the energy is going to affect you, right? Um, next one is Leo. And so I have placements in these in these three, like Aries, Pisces, and um, Leo. 
So then for Sagittarius, no, wait, for Leo, 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 hold on. They're trying to sell me diamonds, y'all. What is this? Ooh, very nice. Oh, wow. That's definitely a luxury um, brand there. But So it says, ready for a new journey, Leo? You'll feel Jupiter's abundance via your ninth house, which rules, or which rules, oh, travel and philosophy. Okay, so if your Leo is in, in, um, your son is in Leo, then you're looking at travel and philosophy. That is so cool. Take the risk and book the, the trip you've, uh, because life is too short and you know it. You're inclined to take risk and oh, you'll be rewarded when you do so. New experiences and people are in your future. You will learn new things about yourself as you embark on this adventure. So get excited. Sagittarius. So I'm like, um, as soon as I'm done reading this, I'm going to log off because I like to keep these to 30 minutes. So it says here for Sagittarius, happy to deliver you some terrific news. Similar to Leo, adventures on the horizon for free spirits of the Zodiac. We know this is music to your ears. What, Alvar? <laughs> Prioritize whatever it is you want to do and shoot for the stars. Don't hold back when it comes to expressing yourself. You forget how innately creative you are. Honor your inner child and enjoy life to the fullest. So some of the things you could be going through right now is maybe even I think right off the bat. Is this some um, Solange? I can't tell. They didn't put the name. No, that's not Solange. It can't because this is not her style, I don't think. I don't know who that girl is. Anyways, she has pink hair, a fur coat on, a pink designer bag, a white tank top. But um, as you're going through stuff right now, maybe it can feel like sometimes you're being too playful. You know, and you can be like, well, maybe I'm just... To go happy-go-lucky. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because I was listening to Stephanie Perry on um, YouTube. I think I did a podcast um, in Kurt talking about her a little bit. And um, she does um, she does house-sitting all over the world. And um, one of the things that she... How she embraces the soft life or black women in luxury or just being resting in her femininity and she says I was and now I'm able to just laugh and I'm so carefree and sometimes it bothers people because they think that because I'm a professional you know that I can't find some things amusing and I think that's what, what could be going on with Sagittarius sometimes I think that we can feel so you know like uptight and we forget, I, I know we talk a lot about divine feminine and divine masculine, but um, we, we forget about divine child, right? And that playfulness and that youthfulness and um, enjoying, like it says here, life to the fullest. And what does it mean for you to have play, right? So that was pretty cool. I hope you enjoyed this. Um, I kind of like it because if I'm honest... I like the long periods of time where I can fully have time to... It's the difference between having a term, you know, uh, um, a semester and a quarter. 
So um, a quarter when you're in, in college is like just three to four months. And sometimes the classes are so fast paced by the time you have the first freak of classes and then you have a couple weeks and you have midterms and then you have a couple more weeks and then it's, it's time for um, for finals. But the semester system, I've heard people really like it. It depends on the topic that you're into because you have time to really grasp you know, all of the content. I'm trying to hit the back button here. And my internet is slow. I do need to replace my computer. computer. But um, I did say I was going to get off of here. I hope that this was a blessing to you. This definitely is going to be one of many. So um, you're welcome to come back. I'm gearing up to the rest of this year. I will be just probably pulling a lot of wealth oracles. Right. I might do one tonight and then I will um, continue to do maybe one a day or one every other day. Let's have these conversations. Let's reflect on our conversations and our beliefs and get ready for this really exciting when it goes direct into Aries. You know, I'll continue to pull more articles and see what that means for us, how we can prepare for it. Um, and I, I wish I'm trying to find a way where you guys can communicate with me and kind of tell me what you want. But but I know that um, for some of you, it's going to mean completely different things. Like I really, I keep saying it, but I feel like some of you really could be on the cusp of meeting someone that is your true divine masculine and the timing is right for the both of you. Um, but for the rest of us, like let's just kind of work through the energy the best way we can stay motivated stay uplifted stay high vibrational and that's it and that's all until the next podcast peace